0: Welcome to 30 Days of Marketing Mavens. 30 days, 30 experts, 30 marketing niches. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walkoff. Thank you again for joining us 30 days of marketing mavens again i'm howard walpuff this is brought to you by profit master business solutions and today very excited and uh just just a wide range of experience from our guest he's dave kirpin he's a new york times best-selling author a serial entrepreneur and a global keynote speaker he uh let's give you a little bit of his background he first received media attention for unique sales vending strategies at sporting events and he's the founder and chairman of Likeable Local, a social media software company serving thousands of small businesses, as well as the chairman and co-founder of Likeable Media, a social media and word-of-mouth marketing agency for big brands. He has a new business that he's launching called Apprentice, which is matching CEOs and college students, giving them a real access to business and giving the business access to social media, hands-on people, plus the things that they're able to do. Uh, he has uh, authored four notable marketing books, and received attention, the connection I have with, with him is that he uh, had his wedding sponsored and held at the ballpark, uh, the home of the Brooklyn Cyclones, who I used to work for. So, uh, Dave, thank you really for joining us today. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to be here. So, I know you started, got a lot of attention with, within sports. There's always a connection there. But how did you spin that into to marketing and, and social media? How did you really get your start in, within the industry?
1: Well, you know, my first, my, my job when I worked in Boston, I was, a, uh, ball, I was a ballpark vendor and I sold stuff up and down the aisles at Fenway Park and the Boston Garden. And up until that job, I wanted to be a teacher. I, I was studying education and psychology in school. But with, with my experience as the Crunchy Bunch guy, as I became known in the Boston market, I really fell in love with marketing, with sales, with PR, with promotions, with, the whole, with that whole, the whole industry. So after I graduated from college, I couldn't be a ballpark vendor anymore, and I started working at Disney. And while working at Disney in uh, sales, I I learned quite a bit about marketing and um, just really thinking big and thinking creatively. And so a few years later, when I I, I got engaged to my now wife, we both had a pretty good brand marketing and sales background, having both worked in radio sales. And, and, and my wife had worked in management, radio management at the time. So we had some really great client relationships. And we had this idea to get married at a baseball stadium and, and create a, a sponsored promotion with it. And we pitched Steve Cohen, the general manager of the Brooklyn Cyclones, as you mentioned. And he said, this is the craziest idea I've ever heard. But For some reason, I think you guys might be able to pull it off. And he gave us a chance. And we were able to sell all the sponsorship inventory from the game in exchange for wedding uh, goods and services. And we raised $100,000 in in kind um, and raised $20,000 for for charity, for the MS Society, through the David Wright Foundation. And it was a wonderful, wonderful wedding for a baseball fan like me. Um, I was able to have 500 friends and family there and 5,000 strangers watched the wedding at the end of the game. We lost 2,000 fans, if you can believe that. We had 7,000 in the crowd and only 5,000 stayed for the wedding. But it was an amazing event. We generated a ton of media exposure, about $25 million worth of earned media, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNBC, the New York Times. I mean, there were thousands of internet mentions, blogs, and whatnot. And after the wedding, our vendors said, this was great. What are you guys going to do next? And 100flowers.com, who had sponsored the flowers, and Entimins, who had sponsored our desserts, um they became our first clients. We said, we we can't get married again, so we'll start a company instead. And in the early days of of our first company, we were focused on experiential marketing, promotions, out of the box ideas, similar to our ballpark wedding. But when Facebook opened up beyond uh, students in 2007, uh, late in our first year in business, we realized that social media was a much better way to generate buzz and word of mouth than baseball stadium events. Um, on, a, on a national or global scale, and so we pivoted to focus on social media marketing back in two thousand seven.
0: And really, again, you said right at the beginning, you, you found that that opening, and uh, it, it's really open for everyone to get that type of an opportunity for that type of exposure. Although I'm I'm always partial to a, a good ballpark uh, promotion here and there. Um, yeah,
1: you know, I still I still I still go to a lot a lot of games, and I'm always looking at promotions, and I'm always looking at the vendors as well. But um, the reality is that dollar for dollar and minute for minute, if you are a national brand, certainly, and even in many cases, local uh, business, there are some amazing things that you can do with social media that you you just can't do
0: in in, uh, offline settings. Absolutely, I, I agree with that. So you really watched the growth of social media. Facebook, as, as you mentioned, that growth from the beginnings to where it is now all this time and, and, and Instagram and all the different pieces that go along with a, 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 a social media marketing mix. What, which one is your favorite? Let's start there. What, what, what do you find is the, the most uh, that resonates with people, especially from a, a brand trying to, to make a statement?
1: Well I'm happy to share my favorite uh, personally but I, I will note uh, very very clearly for the record that the 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 one that works best for one business isn't the one that works best for the, the next business and the, the key is understanding where your audience is where your customers are where your prospects are and so for instance just because Facebook is the largest doesn't mean it's where you should you should be if you're a manufacturing business or a uh b2b company or a blog right so so really the, the social network that i recommend for a business depends a lot on who their prospects are and, and and where they are hanging out so that being said the answer to your question is that linkedin is my favorite uh social network uh, i have generated millions of dollars of revenue from linkedin for our businesses and it i have been able to build a, a really uh, solid platform of about seven hundred thousand followers on LinkedIn and so for me it's it's a terrific community and a very valuable business resource.
0: And a lot of businesses don't take advantage of what LinkedIn has to offer. I found a lot of business owners aren't even on LinkedIn, but those that are, you see what how they're they're using it. If they can find the time, that comes to a problem where a lot of these small businesses don't have the time to really use social media for themselves and for the companies that that really will help build and, and create some of the type of revenues they're looking for?
1: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a pet peeve of mine, especially when it comes to social media, but really about anything. You know, I, I hear a lot of small business owners tell me that they don't have time for social media. Well, it's not that they don't have time for social media. It's that they don't see the value in social media, so they don't make the time for social media. We make the time for the things that we see value in in our lives. That's like saying, you know, you would never say, I don't have time to see my kids. I don't have time to see my wife. Of course not, because you prioritize it because it gives you value. You know, maybe not money, but intrinsic value. Um, so one of my favorite things to do is to sit down with the CEO and help them understand just how much value can be generated from uh, their 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 time engaged in social media and content development and content distribution and in, in networking, et cetera, et cetera. And so there are... Massive ways to spend, uh, to generate uh, lead and, and, and business activity without spending more than, say, 20 minutes a day uh, on, on social media.
0: And yeah, trying to find, make sure the right time is there, the, the, it can really create dividends of just relationships. Just yesterday, I posted a photo of the, the rack of potato chips at the Speedway gas station. And had a really fun interaction with their their uh, social media staff over the course of the afternoon, which makes me a happier customer because of it. And it, it, and then people who see that can see that there's a, there's a relationship to be built through social media.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's massive opportunity still, whether you're a consumer or a business owner, to engage with other businesses and and and, and business folks on social media and. My first book was called Likeable Social Media and we're now in the third edition of that book and it's a New York Times bestseller in 13 languages. And um, if if you're watching this video and you're still a big social media cynic, it might be worth checking out. Um, there's lots and lots of case studies of, of examples from businesses large and small and how they've, they've leveraged
0: uh, social media for their for their benefit. So based on the, the amount of experience you've had really in, in the trenches with social media, what are the, the biggest changes that you have seen that, that companies aren't fully taking advantage of? Um, and I know unfortunately it changes day by day and, 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 uh, and year by year, but uh, over the course of the last four or five years, w- what really has jumped out as opportunities that you don't see companies taking better advantage of?
1: Well, the, the only one I'm, I'll say about large businesses, and then I'll focus on small businesses, large businesses, much to my surprise, In many cases still aren't fully staffing uh, community management teams in order to respond to to customer comments and feedback Uh, I have a quote that um, not responding to a customer on 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 Facebook or Twitter is like hanging up on hanging up the phone on a customer but hanging up on the phone in the middle of a football field with thousands of fans watching. So I think think there's still a massive opportunity to better tap into the online conversation that's going on about you and your your brand and your company. For smaller businesses, I would say that there's still many, many businesses that aren't fully leveraging uh, Facebook and Instagram's advertising capabilities. The story I'd like to tell um, about just how specific you can be with advertising is that, you know, a couple years after I started my first business that's now called Likeable Media with my wife, uh, I got excited about the targeting capabilities of Facebook ads and I took out an ad targeting 33 year old female married employees of Likeable that lived in in Port Washington, New York. And of the billion people on Facebook, only one person saw that ad because only my wife, so I took that criteria. And the ad said, I love you, Carrie. I'll see you soon. And so obviously that's not of incredible value to you unless you're watching this video right around Valentine's Day and you and you want to surprise your, your husband or your wife. But the point is that you can use the targeting capabilities on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, for that matter, to very, very precisely target your audience. So if you're a if you're a uh, accounting firm that wants to reach CFOs at the 50 largest companies in your state, you can reach the CFOs at the 50 largest companies in your state. If you are a dentist that wants to reach parents of toddlers in your town, you can reach just parents of toddlers in your town. And whereas before social media, advertising was focused on TV or radio or print or billboards or magazines where you're reaching lots of people, but you're reaching a lot of the wrong people. Now you can focus on reaching just the right people that make sense for your business.
0: And that is so helpful and so efficient when, especially with smaller businesses trying to stretch their marketing dollars as far as possible. A campaign on radio would really cover too many people in the, in the whole DMA and not really achieve what you want. You may get results but not the pinpoint results that you're, that you're looking for in the, in the specifics of your, of your dollar spent. Exactly. A tremendous amount of sense. So just in general, the question that we're asking everyone is what is your number one strategy that's really working well for you and your clients to achieve their marketing goals right now? And uh, I'd love to get your answer on that.
1: You know, the, 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 the strategy that I have written the most about over the years that I still think is the least, is the most underrated out there. Is listening. So listen better to your customers. Listen better to your prospects. I know it's very strategic and not tactical at all. But I already gave you some tactics. Listen, listen, listen better. Pay attention to what they're saying. Listen, use social media to listen to your customers, your prospects, your competitors, your staff, and use the intelligence that you learn from listening to build a better product, a better uh, team, a better, a better
0: and that's so valuable to just really go back to the basics and a lot of times when when i talk to clients it's let's clear off the table and just start with the basics and that is as basic as possible just that relationship with your client is so important and you're only going to know what's going on with it if you're clearly listening to what they're saying
1: yeah and a lot of people think about social media as the talking part the what do i post but the reality is that's only 50 percent of communication and the rest is listening and Looking up keywords and seeing what people are saying on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and looking for hashtags and looking for your brand name and looking for your competitor's name, and just using these tools to listen to the conversation that's happening
0: out there. And it, great, great words between, between that and uh, and hanging up on someone in the middle of the football field. I think there's really lots, lots of great lessons to uh, to grow from that that you shared with us in the, in this period of time. So I really appreciate you participating appreciate sharing your 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 vast knowledge of of social media with us today and and just really general thank you I really really enjoyed the the conversation with you my pleasure thanks for having me and go uh, Jacksonville Iceman that's right Jacksonville Iceman that's uh and uh thankfully the and the Brooklyn Cyclones won their second championship this year so it's a it's a a good year for for teams I have some level of of touch with but uh, thank you and thank you everyone for joining us again today. Again, 30 days of marketing mavens. We have so much more to share with you. Uh, Please follow and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you next time.